Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Influencer Podcast. Today, we are talking about something that I know a lot of us (laughs) struggle with. I know I have, especially over the last probably 12 to 18 months, and I know that so many of you are feeling it as well, and that is breaking through all the noise. How do we break through the noise and thrive on social media? How do we break through the noise and come above the saturation? How do we break through the noise and make sure that we are effectively articulating the value that our audience wants from us so we can grow our business, so we can make more money, so we can have more influence and impact, so we can have more visibility, whatever that goal is for you. So many of us are having this challenge of breaking through the noise. And I think that it's an important one to talk about because I think it's easy to assume that if somebody has been doing this for a long time, they don't deal with this challenge, right? Because they've got, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of followers, or they have hundreds of thousands of people on their email list, or they spend X amount of money a month on ads. And so they don't deal with this. And even though all of those factors may be true for some people, it doesn't mean that the noise is still not there. It's still not prevalent, prevalent, and it's still not affecting everyone. So whether you are just starting out or if you've been at this for a while, today's podcast episode is going to serve you if you are someone who feels like you are having a hard time breaking through that noise. So today I am going to be walking you through six strategies that I have noticed really as of recent, as of the last 45 days, if you will, for being able to thrive right now in the midst of all of the saturation that we're seeing. So if you want to hear what these strategies are and learn how you can start to apply them to help support you rise above the noise, then stay tuned and let's get started. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. I'm your host, Julie Solomon. If you found yourself here, it means you are ready to unleash the powerful visionary that lives inside you, turning you into an authentic leader who creates influence, impact, and change. Let's get started. Some problems I first want to talk about are the issues that I think a lot of creators and entrepreneurs online right now are facing when it comes to marketing and visibility on social media. And a lot of this marketing and visibility does stem from, as I mentioned, the saturation, the noise, just so much chatter, so much people out there. And even though I do believe, and I actually originally heard this from, it was a, it was a, a trend, if you will, that my Facebook ads manager had mentioned to me, and I actually agree with her wholeheartedly, and I want to share it with you. Even though I do believe that we are going to start stepping into a season, and I actually hope that this happens, where it's going to be more about quality over quantity, meaning people are going to start to start consuming more content from people that they find quality driven instead of just consuming everyone's content. So it's going to go, it's going, I think we're going to see a shift of the amount of people that we may be consuming content from dwindling down, maybe picking just you know, five to 10 to a handful or two of key players that we really find value from. And that's who we're going to be getting our information from. And of course this could change and grow, but this is a trend that she kind of was going ahead and putting out there that she thinks is going to happen. I was like, I a million percent agree with you. And I want to share that with you. So what does that mean for us? In some ways that's great news, right? Because that means that 
maybe the noise is going to kind of take care of itself a little bit. But at the same time, we want to make sure that we are those quality players that our audience is picking to get their content and their information from. And so with that said, Um, I want to kind of keep that in the back of our head because some of the strategies that I'm sharing today are actually going to be the catalyst to help you lay that strong foundation that you're going to need to be that point of quality for someone, whether it's now, three months from now, or six months from now. This is a consistent long game. We know that. This is not easy. This is a constant evolution of fine tweaking. But here, I want to start with the, the problems when it comes to this marketing invisibility piece that so many of us feel due to just the amount of noise. So the first one obviously is lack of visibility. Yes, social media is a crowded space and it can be challenging for creators and entrepreneurs to stand out. If your content is not visible to your target audience, it is going to be difficult to build a following and attract customers. We know that. Another challenge that we have is the algorithm changes. So social media algorithms, they're constantly changing. That's nothing new. And creators and entrepreneurs need to keep up with these changes to ensure that our content is still being seen by the audience. Now, I do have some belief systems with the algorithm. I don't think the algorithm is this big bad wolf that's out to get you. I have been talking about that for years. The algorithm literally goes off of what you give it. It goes off of the content that you put out there and if your audience likes it or not. And so it really, the the more that your audience is going to be connecting to your content, the more that the algorithm is going to favor you. We know how that works. But I think that we have to keep that in mind. And when we have this challenge of, oh my gosh, the algorithm is actually keeping my content from being seen, it actually puts us in this state of not showing up more and not creating more valuable content. So that's another challenge. I think another challenge that a lot of us are facing is adapting to new platforms. With new social media platforms emerging all the time, creators and entrepreneurs struggle, I know I do, and I know a lot of clients of mine do, to keep up with the latest trends and features. Um, Or we may not have the resources to effectively utilize these platforms, right? We may not have the money. We may not have the manpower. We may not have what we need to be able to utilize this. So this is another challenge that we are up against. And that leads me to the next challenge for some, a limited budget. Social media advertising can be expensive and there's a lot of creators and entrepreneurs that may not have the the budget at least today to invest in paid ads and to invest in paid promotions. And so that's going to be a challenge that you're up against. Another one, time management. And that's a big one for my community. You know, consistent um, and engaging social media marketing, it requires a significant significant amount of time and effort. And it never ends. Like, and I know that I say that all the time, but it never ends. And that can be so challenging for busy creators. It can be challenging for creators that deal with things like ADD, ADHD, any kind of learning challenges that you may have, any kind of focus and productivity challenges that you may have, but it's not going away. We still have to figure out how to focus on creating content and managing other aspects of our business at the same time. And so time management around social media is a big one. And then of course, the last challenge that I want to share is the competition. The online marketplace right now, highly competitive. The social media landscape, highly competitive. Creators and entrepreneurs find it challenging day in and day out to differentiate themselves from other businesses in their industry and in their niche to really attract that loyal following who eventually goes on to buy from you. So those are really the key six things that I think, and really 
those never go away. I think lack of visibility, algorithm changes, adapting to new platforms, limited budget, limited time, time management, and competition is never going to go away. Now, I'm about to share ways that you can overcome all of these. But before I get into that, I first have to tell you something, and this kind of deals a little bit more with mindset, and I think it's really important. I have learned from my own experience and from now coaching thousands of people and really intimately hundreds of people on an intimate level since I've been doing this since 2016 is this idea of staying power and this idea of contrast. And so let me dive into that real quick before I get to ways that we can overcome some of these challenges. Here's what I mean about staying power. Like the goal should always be staying power. How are you showing up each and every day to reach that bigger goal? How are you working on smaller milestones each and every day to get you to that bigger goal? And the more that you can keep your eye on the prize and your eye on the goal, the faster and easier that you're going to get there. Now, it doesn't mean that it's going to be simple. It doesn't mean that you don't have to work, but the faster and the easier that you can make it on yourself as easy, I guess, as it can be to get there. This is what happens though. (laughs) There are so many people that even though they say they are exhausted with things like, you know, their limited budget, or their lack of visibility, or the algorithm changes, or, you know, the stress of having to adapt to new platforms, or they feel like that they're never going to get what they want because of all the competition that is out there. Everyone is constantly complaining about breaking through the noise, yet so many of them are okay with being exactly where they are. And the reason why I know that is because they haven't moved. Let me explain. Until you are done, and I mean done, (laughs) with sitting on the sidelines, nothing will change. And what I mean by this is that the pain that you experience from your current reality, and so we'll use these challenges as an example, right? The pain that you feel from your lack of visibility from your lack of budget, from the algorithm changes, from the competition, from the saturation, the pain that you feel for all of that has to be greater than your fear of not overcoming it. I'm going to say it again. The pain that you feel from your current reality from all of those things that you say that you're so burnt out and exhausted by, has to be greater than your fear of what's to come or the unknown in order for you to actually make a change. And so many of you are complaining and I, I feel it. I know in your heart that like you mean this, right? Like you are so sick and tired of being sick and tired, but you haven't hit the bottom yet. And the reason why I know that you haven't hit the bottom yet is because you're not doing everything that you humanly possibly can to change your current situation. You have to get to a cho- to a place that you literally have no other choice but to change. That's the only time that you are going to see a difference. I can give you these strategies all day long that I'm about to give you, but I have to preface it with saying, 
if you do not get so sick and tired of being so sick and tired to the point and to the place that you have no other choice but to move, to pivot, to change, to create a new reality, nothing is going to change. Now, the beauty of this is that we can control that if we have the courage. If we can have the courage to change the things that we can and to control the things that we can, then we can allow ourselves to get a new outcome. And most of the time, what happens is I will give people these strategies and they'll be sitting there shaking their heads yes to me, but somewhere in their mind, they're saying, oof, this sounds like too much work or oof, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that or oof, but, but, but Julie, but Julie, let me give you all my excuses. And then they don't do anything with the strategies. So today you get to make a choice. Are you sick and tired enough of your current situation and of your current reality to create a new one? Or are you not yet? And only you know the answer to that. All right. And with that said, here are some ways to overcome the challenges faced when it comes to the noise and invisibility online. So that first bit, the lack of visibility. Here are some ways that you can overcome that. Number one, engage with your audience. And I know that you've been hearing this since the day that Instagram <laughs> became a platform, but it's true. Responding to con comments, messages, mentions to foster engagement and build that community around your content. And I am telling you, if you are someone that has less than 30,000 followers on Instagram, this is so easy to do. It's not like you're dealing with millions of comments every single day, millions of people that you have to get through. This is so easy to take just five minutes out of your day to start engaging with the people who are engaging with you or going out and seeking people to engage with, right? Because it's not just about the people that are there. It's not just about your warm audience. It's about getting out there and getting in front of, of cold audiences, of people that don't know who you are yet. The next thing, and this is one of the things that I did way back when I started, and it will never go away. It's foundational. And that's collaboration. Collaborate and partner with other people, with other creators, with other entrepreneurs in your niche to leverage their audience and gain exposure. That is the cheapest and fastest way to overcome your lack of visibility problem. Any, any kind of joint venture, any kind of partnership, any kind of collaboration that you can do. And yes, you're going to have to do some work. I know some of you right now may be like, oh, that just sounds so hard. Where am I going to find the people? I don't know. I don't know. That's part of your job. It's part of your job to find the people. It's part of your job to get creative. It is part of your job to do this. Unless you don't really want a business online, then you can just not do it and then maybe go get another job. But you keep telling me you want to grow this. So I'm going to give you the strategies to help you grow this. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. 
You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. All right, engage with your audience and collaborate with people in your niche. That will help with lack of visibility. Now let's talk about the algorithm changes. They're never going away. And yet even with them, we still see people growing every day online. We still see people making money. We still see people growing businesses online. So clearly it's not the algorithm. So here are two things that you can do. The first thing that you can do is stay informed. Keep up to date. Now, don't get lost in it, but keep up to date with any kind of algorithm changes or trends you, by following industry websites, um, by following people on social media, the right people who actually know what they're talking about and know what they're doing, and they're not just hacking their way to success. You can join online communities. You can attend webinars. You can, I mean, there's so much information now out there on how to stay on top of this, but just keeping informed, not, I didn't say stay obsessed. <laughs> I said, stay informed, but that will help because it will allow you to see, okay, where am I on here and where am I off and what are the opportunities that I can leverage? Another way to overcome the algorithm changes is to diversify your platforms. Don't solely rely on one social media platform, on one nurture platform. Build a presence on, I'm not going to say multiple because then I think people can get a little too um, thinned out, but build a present on maybe two to three strong ones to help mitigate the impact of algorithm changes on any single platform. So this is how I do it. I've diversified through a podcast, Instagram, and really my email list. Those are the three nurture platforms that I focus on. I focus on email, I focus on Instagram, and I focus on my podcast. And I'm about to add YouTube to that, but I'm not creating from scratch over on YouTube. We're going to take a lot of the video content that we have from the podcast, and we're going to start putting them on YouTube. And so I did this over time, right? Now you have to remember, I've been doing this since 2016. I didn't start on five platforms. I started with one and then I started to build it out. But diversifying your platform, it's going to allow you to build more of a presence, build more of a know, like, and trust and engagement and be able to mitigate those changes. Now, when it comes to adapting to new platform platforms, that third challenge I, men I mentioned, here's a couple of things that you can do. And this is, oh, I cannot tell you how important this first one is. <laughs> and that is researching staying curious and experimenting. You have got to get good at staying curious and exploring new strategies and new ways to grow on these platforms. Research your target audience, research the features, research the best practices and experiment. 
experiment. I'm not saying get it perfect. I'm not saying get it right. I'm not saying overthink it to death until you get it right. Because I know that's what a lot of you do. You actually don't even take any action and you don't experiment at all because you're sitting here thinking about it. You're thinking like till the cows come home and nothing's changing. So experiment with different content formats and strategies to then find out through experimentation, through the actual doing what works for you. And then another big one here is prioritize the platforms that you're on and the content that you create based on your audience. So you have to first obviously identify which platforms your target audience is most active on and focus your efforts there. As I mentioned it before, you don't want to spread yourself too thin across multiple platforms that may not yield any kind of significant results for you. But think through that. And then it's going to allow you to really hone in on that content piece as well. Now on to the fourth one, the limited budget piece. And this is a big one that so many people have. I don't have the money. I don't have the funds. I don't have, you know, I, I want to invest in this, but I can't. So if this is you, that's fine. Let's not end it there. Let's focus on what we can do, which is focus on organic strategies. While I believe in paid advertising so much and anyone out there, if you can invest in paid advertising with the right strategist, do it because it can be effective. In the meantime, if you can't or you don't or you don't want to, focus on organic strategies that require a, a much more minimal <laughs> financial investment. So this is like creating valuable content that is shareable, that people like to share, that people find really in, tapped in and in tune to what it is that they, that they need so much that they save it or share it, engaging with your audience. And then you could also leverage UGC, user-generated content. That is such an easy way now to get in front of new people to make money, which I'm going to be talking about in a moment but leveraging that user-generated content. And UGC is just simply content that you create for other people that they can use on their platforms. And then you can also utilize cost-effective advertising. So if you are using paid advertising, be strategic with your positioning, with your marketing, with who you partner with. There's so many people that come to me and they're like, Julie, I don't do Facebook ads because they don't work. And I go, well, what didn't work about them? Why well, didn't make money? Well, what was your strategy? Well, I don't know. I, I tried it myself or I worked with this one person once or this other person twice. Well, maybe you didn't have the right strategist. The right strategist is going to help you set really specific goals and target your audience effectively and most importantly, optimize the campaigns that they're building to maximize the results within your budget. And right now with ads, because I will say, you know, with the economy and the market, they're not as expensive as they were nine, 10, 12 months ago. I mean, right now we're seeing less than $4 cost per lead. That's great for some of the funnels that we're doing. We're seeing a CPL of like 348. I mean, that's awesome. 10 months ago, it was like nine, 10, 11, $12 CPL. So just keep that in mind. Now, the fifth one, time management. A way to combat this one, and I know that this is tough for a lot of you, plan and schedule your content. You can use a content calendar to plan and schedule your posts in advance. You can have a day if you want to know how I do this. Mondays are my content creation days, which is actually today. That's why I'm recording a podcast. I do all of my content creation in one day every single week because that's what helps me plan and schedule more effectively. 
If you want, you could also use social media management tools that allow you to automate posting to help you save time. I don't use these personally, but I know that they're out there and I know that people do. So that's an option for you. And whether that's a day that you batch your content or whether that's, you know, a little bit each day, give yourself the gift of, of taking time to do that. And you can also delegate or outsource if it's possible for you. That's another choice you have to delegate some of the social media tasks to a VA or a team member, or you could consider outsourcing to some kind of social media management company if it's within your budget. That's another choice. Now for the sixth challenge, that competition piece that I talked about, this is what you need to do to overcome competition, which mind you, it will never go away. Ever, 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 ever. You will always have competition. And to be honest, you, sh you should want competition because that means that there is viability in the offer that you have and in the marketplace. There's actually people that want what it is that you have to offer. If you have no competition for what you're offering, that probably means you also have no audience for it. So keep that in mind. You want competition. So first you have to find your unique value proposition. You have to be able to know and identify what sets you apart from the competitors, what sets you apart from everyone else. And you want to be able to highlight that in your messaging and your marketing and in, in the way that you position your offer and your branding. And you've got to be able to kind of zig while everybody else is zagging. And you do that by showcasing your perspective, your style, your unique expertise. I'll give you an example. The way that I do it, I tend to be a very um, kind of more direct type of coach and teacher. I like to get to the root of things. Um, I am way more tough love than I, than I am soft love with things. I still come at it with a lot of love because I care. I care so much and I care so deeply about the people in my community, my students and my clients and their success, but I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. And you have to like that. You have to be connected to that type of teaching style. For some people, they don't like that. For some people, it's too much. It gives them anxiety. They don't like that type of teaching style. And so they're not going to be attracted to my content. For other people, they really resonate with it. And so they keep coming back. And that's what actually makes me have not only better results for my clients, but the reason why I have better results for my clients is because that client is qualified to work with me at a much higher level because from the get-go, I made sure to really hone in on my UVP and identify what set me apart. And I showcase that. I showcase that here on the podcast. I showcase that in my emails. I so showcase that in my coaching style. I showcase that in all of the curriculum that I create. I am who I am. And I let that speak for itself. And so what that does, yes, it repels a lot of people that don't connect with that, but then it also attracts a lot of people that do. And so it, it creates this really beautiful synergy of me getting to be in front of and work with my people. And then because of that, because they're my people, they're going to obviously get results faster, really be able to hone in on what it is that they're wanting to focus on. And then we can just like make it happen. And I think that that's a really important piece to it, that you've got you've to really start to honor what is your teaching style? What is your approach to content? What is your content style? And how are you leading with that? I think that that's really a really important piece to it. Now, the next thing that you can do when it comes to the competition piece, and this kind of goes back to what I already talked about with partnerships, but it's collaboration and cross-promotion. You can collaborate with other creators or businesses in your niche to expand that reach, to get 
you in front of new eyeballs to get your voice and your message out there. You can cross promote with each other's content, or you can offer, you know, some joint ventures or some kind of joint opportunity to tap into each other's audiences. And again, this is one of the biggest ways that in the very beginning, I didn't have a following. I didn't have an email list. I didn't have a podcast. I just had an Instagram, you know, account basically. And I was trying to grow and there was still competition there. And so what I did is I would reach out and connect with other people in my niche to see if they wanted to cross promote, if they wanted to tap into each other's audiences to help each other grow. And it works no matter where you're at, no matter where you're starting, it works. So you have to remember that building visibility on social media, it does take time. It takes consistent effort. That's why the pain of where you're at right now on social media has to be greater than any excuse that you would have to not change where you're at. And the way that you can change that if you're ready and if you're willing is by experimenting, analyzing your results, adjusting your strategies based on what works best for you, your audience, and your goals. And so that, my friends, is the way that we can finally break through this noise. These are some of the things that, again, you know, I think a lot of times too, and I don't mean to keep going on a rant today, but I think a lot of times I want to just say this before we wrap up. So many people are always looking for like that next thing, right? The shiny new object, the next big thing, the big secret, the new hack that no one's ever discovered before that's going to be the thing that's going to like be the answer. And I think that when we get so tunnel visioned in that, wanting the new, wanting the the hack, wanting the strategy, wanting the thing that works right now, we tend to lose sight on how powerful and transformative the foundational strategies of marketing and visibility and branding really are. I mean, they're called foundational for a reason. They literally build the house. They are the foundation. You can't have anything without a foundation. Yes, it may not be the prettiest part of the house. It may not be the sexiest. It may not be the the, the thing that everybody loves to look at, but it is the thing that gives you the foundation for everything else to come. And I think that if just, and this is why, (laughs) again, this is the other thing of like, the other reason why people love to work with me is because I also know how to take really complex things and make it really tangible and consumable for people. And the reason why I'm so good at that is because I have a keen and strategic understanding of foundational marketing. And I have that because I went to college for it. I have a degree for it. And I spent 10 years in corporate and agency America as a publicist doing this for clients. And then I did it for myself. And then I've gone on to do it for thousands of other people online. Like this is my thing that I am good at. This is the thing that people come to me for. And we all have that, right? You have your thing. She has her thing. He has his thing. We all have our thing that people come to us for. And I think that a lot of times we, we don't think that it's fun enough or sexy enough or savvy enough. And so we kind of poo poo it. And then we, we lose track of where we're going. And so I think that it's just about remembering that it's remembering it's two things. Don't poo-poo on the foundational strategies because you need them to build the house. And I don't care if you're building, you know, a little she shed or if you're building a mansion, you need a foundation no matter what. And 
We all have something that makes us stand out that is foundational. What is that thing that people constantly come to you for? And if you're listening to this podcast, and maybe this is the first episode that you've ever listened to, if it is, welcome. Or maybe you've been listening to me since 2017 when I press send on the first episode. No matter where you're at with this, if you are here right now, I know for a fact that you have somewhat of a clear understanding of your of what you do, of who you serve, of why that's important, and most importantly, why you want to do this as an entrepreneur or as a creator. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast this podcast if, if not. You wouldn't even be like a you wouldn't even know who I was. You would have no idea who Julie Solomon was if those things weren't important to you, because that's the world that I live in. And so I just want you to remember that the foundation is key to everything. So don't get so lost in the shiny objects. Don't get so lost on like searching and seeking out for this like made up thing that you're telling yourself is going to be the thing or the person that's going to get you to the next level because it's never the thing. The thing is never the thing. What it is, it's, it's fine tuning and constant refinement of your content, your messaging, your positioning, your packaging. And then finding the right partners, coaches, and people to support those things who have also successfully done what it is that you're trying to do, which I talk about a lot. So if any of that is ringing to you, there's a few ways that I can support you right now as we go into the summer. One is a brand new free three-part training that I have. If you're someone who wants to grow your following specifically monetize your content and learn how to work with brands, how to get paid to create content and partner with brands to do it. You can click the link in the show notes to get access to my new free three-part training. If you're ready to go deeper and work with me, I've got a few more spots left open for the rest of the year for my visibility mastermind. Now my mastermind focuses on scaling your business, building your brand, and helping you own this new level of of visibility and authority and where you're going. So this is great for you if you are in that scaling phase. So you can click the link in the show notes to apply for that. Um, I am taking applications until the end of June, and then we shut it down until 2024. So if you're wanting to work with me in any kind of like high-level personal capacity, this is the time to do that. Or if you want to dive into something quick and super tangible, you can order my book or my Audible, Get What You Want, How to Go from Unseen to Unstoppable, so you can leverage the power of your own influence. So many great tangible takeaways in my book. It came out last year. We're about to do a fun year anniversary for the book, Um, but you can get that wherever books are sold or wherever you love to listen to books. So those are three ways that I know that I can support you right now. And then of course, you can keep coming back to this podcast episode because we've got a slew of really cool stuff coming for you this summer. So with that, I will see you, my friends, same time, same place next week. Until then, keep growing, keep your eye on the prize, keep that focus going. I believe in you and I know you can do it. All right, talk soon. As always, thank you so much for joining me today and every week here on the Influencer Podcast. 
If you're wanting to dive deeper into the topics and discussions that we have here, I would encourage you to head over to juliesolomon.net and sign up for my weekly newsletter. It is in our amazing newsletter community that we are able to really support you on a much larger scale. And I love to do a ton of amazing things that I send inside your inbox every single week. So just head over to juliesolomon.net. You'll see a little spot there that you can add your information in and you will get on the list and start receiving all of that good stuff.